Alejandra. I'm Sam. I'm Harrison. I'm Rocky. And I'm Marcelo. And this is Going Helm Steep, the Middle Earth film series retrospective by Talk Film Society. Episode 12, The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies, Part 1. Yeah, I mean, we just jump right in. It's been, like we were saying off mic, a few months since we last talked. Um, this this project is now Ten entering, it's, it's, now years, entering right? its uh, third year, because we started this in 2019. We recorded Wait, some in 2020. Serious? Fucking yeah. hell, yeah. Now it's 2021. It's an, it's an epic quest. Yeah. It's truly I epic. Yeah. here. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, Marcelo pitched this to me, like, it, while I was proctoring an exam. <laughs> I, I was in. I was teaching, and he hit me with the message and was like, "Yo, you want to talk about Lord of the Rings?" I was like, "Do I?" That was 2019. 2019 for God's yeah. sake. Everyone remembers where they were when Marcelo asked them to be on a podcast. <laughs> let's go around the table. Let's no, no, no. Let's not. Let's not. No. I hope. I hope y'all are doing great. I know it's been a while since we've all talked. You know, so uh, hope hope 2021 is going great so far. Right, guys? Come on. Come on. Yeah. It's the third day. <laughs> so far, so good, right? <laughs> oh, boy. But, you know, my mood has uh, improved significantly after having seen the first part of the Battle of the Five Armies. Wow. Why? Um, oh, boy. <laughs> We're starting That's already. Fun. We're starting already. I love I like it. this. Stop it. I, mean, <laughs> I, like I, I, I'm being, I am being intentionally... Uh, Antagonistic. I like the first half of this movie. Well, like, this is fine. a lot because most people, that's what they complain about. They don't oh, like no. that it jumped right into the whole. Oh, no, I don't like thing. that. I don't like that there's no on ramp, but I like most of the rest of this. Yeah, so um, I don't even know where to begin. I do want to mention that back when we last recorded together in July, you know, uh, I, I would not have foreseen, you know, uh, this past winter being very much like oh lord of the rings is back in the conversation the new 4k discs are out i saw a lot of people talking about lord of the rings which made me happy you know over the holidays and now you know people are doing the lord of the rings marathons and they're talking about the hobbit fighters and i'm like yes it's great it's a great time to be a lord of the rings fan it's a great time for me i haven't watched those Oh, those new 4K? I the 4K. Yeah, I've only seen I've seen some of the original trilogy uh, in 4K on my uh, iTunes, and I saw half of Battle of the Five Armies in 4K on my iTunes, and that looked amazing. So I'm happy those exist yeah, this now. Yeah, this scene of Smaug is a great scene to show off HDR. It looks fucking awesome with the oh, fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, Smaug rules. So I guess my point is I'm happy so many people are talking about Lord of the Rings and The Hobbits. Yes. And it's a perfect time for me to finally say maybe I was wrong about Battle of the Five Armies. Okay. Hell yeah. No. That's Let's go, bro. where we're starting the episode. Um, because I've said before in other episodes I was worried about Battle of the Five Armies. It's the one I remember liking the least. Um, I basically You've been ca- wrong before. I know, I, I, and I'm the first to admit it. I'm 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 wrong about many things, including how to pronounce people's names in these in these movies, <laughs> or spell them. Or apparently, spell, thank you, Harrison. <laughs> I posted a picture of my notes on Twitter, and Harrison was the first to respond. Hey, spelled Rivendale. Rivendale. Yeah. Rivendale. <laughs> spelled Galadriel wrong. Galadriel. Uh, all right. Spelled thank it you. with an A at the end. Stupid. <laughs> oh, thank- wow. Happy New Year, Harrison. Um, <laughs> so Go to the tings. To, to- <laughs> oh, man. We're in it, huh? It's not, it's not that type of show. To to get into it, I mean, where were we last time? What, how did, remind me in the audience, how did the battle, sorry, how did uh, Deltation of Small I- end? I would like it's to great apologize. <laughs> I would like to apologize for my aggressive tone last last time. Um, I was in a mood. Uh, I was very very mean at the end of that episode, um, and y'all did not deserve it. So I'm sorry. Did you say that that was your least favorite of the three? Yeah. Okay, then I guess that's justified. Like yeah. of the of the hat, like it's my least favorite sixth, shall we say? Because like yeah, I see what you mean. Like in the way we're discussing it, if we're two, talking yeah. about the halves, like the back half of Smaug is the my word is my least favorite. So I was just irritated the whole time. Anyways, 
Did uh, it start ba- with the ba- barrel, or is the barrel at the end of? Oh no, the ba- part barrels one. are at the end of part one, but the barrels okay. really start to kick off a lot of my problems with that movie. <laughs> Anyways, we talked about that movie enough. Let's talk about uh, <laughs> Battle of the Five Armies, which starts off quite explosively. Honestly, I was gonna say just the the, the cliffhanger of the end of part of uh, Desolation of Smog was like, yes, Smog is out. He's about to uh, attack Lake Town, and now in the opening of Battle of Five Armies, we see the attack on Lake Town. So that's where we are. I want to talk about one really insane thing. It's about that this extended edition is rated R. That's right, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't, we don't really get to the scene. The scene that got it rated R is in part two of this, but uh, it's still very weird. Yeah, we should also yeah. mention, yeah, we're watching the extended edition. So if you if you bought that 4K set, then you should have the extended edition because I think those are included on, in, in there. What? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it uh, we we've been teasing it these last few episodes, and this is the first time I'm seeing the extended editions of the Hobbit movies. So yeah, I can't wait. Same. You, you, you guys have to point out the scene that you know. The oh my dude, it's obvious. Okay. I just okay. watched the whole thing. This go around. it's it's obvious. Yeah, like, there's blood all of a sudden. Yeah. And there's like blood, exploding arcs out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh jeez. Like a lot, of th- lot more like, decapitations with blood flooding out of it. You yeah. will notice. But let's go into the destruction of um, this opening. It's 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 basically yeah. it's the cold open, right? It's it's the pre-title uh, mm-hmm. sequence. Which, okay, I'll just I'll open it up by saying when I first saw this, I think this was a big problem for me, and I don't mind it as much this time around. But the fact that they built up Smog so much in part two, in the movie in Industrial Smog, to have him only be in this movie for what like this fifteen-minute sequence. Or 10 minute sequence? 10 maybe? minutes. Yeah. Um, like 10 to 11 minutes, yeah. Odd for me that the movie continues on for another, you know, two plus hours. But now, I mean, it's fine. I mean, I still had kind of a problem with it, you know, them taking out smoke so early on in the film. It's fine. I think we mentioned this in the last episode where the fact that they split it into three was always going to leave weird separations. Yeah, the beats were going to be funky. Yep. yep. Yeah, funky beats. Like the only one that kind of has a, like the first one ends, where there's like an there's an actual ending. Like it's, it's still like, you know, there's still a, you know, cliffhanger ish, but it has a resolution, as opposed to part two and switching to three. It's just gonna, you're never gonna be able to pick up, neatly. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Thank you for that because people expected perfection here and it is perfect to me i like the three act thing i like that it starts off like kind of crazy it should have been two movies <laughs> anyway i mean i well one thing uh, should, should i even bring this up now like the actual battle of the five armies which we'll get into extensively you know later on but that's my first question coming into this and i want to know what you guys know about it what you guys think the actual battle of the five armies like how long or how much of that is in the book and how much of that was just obviously it's been extended for the movie <laughs> you know Harrison you're, well, Bill yeah. was unconscious through it all right he's unconscious yeah, like, all? Yeah. He's, he's he's around like Bilbo's around to see the like all the five armies roll in and then like the eagles show up fairly early and then he gets hit on the head with a rock and passes out and then we jump <laughs> and then we jump to the end and suddenly like everyone's dead like, <laughs> like he wow. wakes up and he still wakes up in time to see uh, to say goodbye to Thorin, but it's it's like it, it is Tolkien not knowing how to do an a- how to write an action scene, um, and it's also not what he's interested in, so he doesn't really bother. Yeah, but like I mm, we'll talk about this more in a bit when like they actually start explaining like the stakes of the battle, but I've got. I've got a lot to say this episode. I'm going to be honest, I don't mind that the battle scene is like, I mean, and we'll talk about this later again, but I don't mind that it's so long because I think if there's anything that the movies do better than the book, obviously, it's like the battle mm-hmm. choreography. And I actually find myself having a really good time watching those. And I think this particular movie has really good choreography. So I don't mind that it's like the whole film, to be yeah. honest. 
I I agree with uh, Ali because um, as soon because we won't really get into the the battle until the second half of this until the next episode, but like when it revved up towards the end of this first part, which we we watched about like an hour and seventeen minutes in, um, right right when the tremor showed up, we I I stopped, so that's kind of a good stopping point. <laughs> <laughs> right when the graboids. We'll talk about the worms. But uh, but but right when that was like getting getting going, I was like, yes, like this is the kind of shit I want to see in you know big fantasy epic. Is Peter Jackson going off on you know with like elves and dwarves and orcs all coming in and oh, I can't wait to f- to watch the second half of this because I'm watching this in parts uh, with the episode so um, but again yeah, my, my point is as soon as like that stuff gets going I'm sure it's going to be great so but this the Lake Town let's, uh, let, let's go around and give our thoughts on this opening sequence that kills off Smog in the first 10 minutes um, Ale your thoughts on this Lake Town sequence and uh, good old I mean, good old bar taking out Smog well I love that man I would die for him but I love Smog obviously but I'm not as passionate about the fact that they took him out within the first 10 minutes as the whole rest of the world seems to be because as much as I do love him I'm more invested in the dwarves themselves so I didn't mind too much I didn't mind too much to be honest I love that scene. I love that it, like, I remember being in the theater and actually watching it for the first time and being like, no way, this is how they're starting the movie? How cool. Because it, it it just tosses you into it, and there's not a lot of, of that, like, uh, stalling that these films are usually famous for. So I really, really liked it. Yeah. Uh, Rocky, what about you? I like it. Um, to me, it's just... Um, you really see that like that town gets fucked up like it really gets like burnt down it really like if you look at the imagery every house gets hit with fire it's almost like nothing is untouched or nobody's unaffected kind of thing but the main thing i love about it uh two things you start a film you know with luke and you're winning because luke is a champ we all love luke in this house uh so so it's really even if you put him in a funny ass wig i'm sorry yeah yeah. Like, if you, uh, even if you put him in a funny wig, you know, we still love him, man. Uh, and I really love the sequence where he's just, like, telling his son to look at him, you know, he's like, stay still. Like, I really love that shit a lot. Like, a lot, lot of good moment there, father-son stuff. But, uh, I, it sets up, really, the whole bit where, like, hey, we did something, and that something rolled down the hill and crushed your town, mm-hmm. and now you, now you're mad at us? Like, sorry, bro. Like, you know, it, it's that kind of story where you're like, hey, your actions really fucked up an entire neighborhood. Like, you know, you, you questing for this Arkenstone and, you know, for your homeland, like, you fucked other shit up. Look what you did. Like, you released, like, hell on these people and it sets up a lot of that conflict later so i think it's all important and yeah i'm bummed out smog doesn't get a big action scene but he still looks incredible and again like i i love his design to death and i think benedict's great as that character so i don't know i'm, I'm all i'm all for it it sets up enough makes me happy wish the fight scene was longer but it gives me enough emotional shit and cool shit and visual shit like him landing on you know stephen fry things like that all, all, all of that's really cool. Uh, Sam, what about you? And I want to save Harrison for last because I know Harrison wants yeah, to. Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> yeah, right. Dig into it, Sam. Uh, well, I love the. Again, I mentioned the fire earlier. If you kept that in, but uh, it looks amazing. Like the way I love the way it. Uh, it like spews out almost like, like liquid. Like it's like liquid fire, like napalm almost. Napalm, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, and I don't, I don't know how it would have started any other way to be honest like the way the first one ended it's very much like uh, I would have been upset if there was a another flashback the way, like the way Desolation started that scene is pretty unnecessary I feel like they could have thrown something in like that but instead of just get right into the shit that we were waiting a year to see Rocky mentioned the father-son moment that's really great okay. uh, the yeah, I mean, they fucking take out a dragon with a big-ass arrow using his son as <laughs> That's part right. of a giant crossbow. Dude, I would drink I would so beer with my dad every day, bro. If we it's killed so a fucking good. dragon, we'd be like the dudes. <laughs> we'd be like, like, everyone would buy his beer. It'd be fucking excellent. He's talking with his friend oh. ten years later, like, 
You know his friends telling a cool story? Oh, but were you a fucking crossbow that killed Smaug? No. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Keep stepping. Now, Harrison. All right, dig into this thing. Ha <laughs> ha. Fun times abound. Uh, <laughs> I do generally like this a lot. I think, like, trying to think about, like, I don't think this should be the start of the movie. This needs to be, like, like an act two climax thing honestly like the end of act two rather than like the start of a film which is why i keep harping on the fact this needed to be two movies instead of three like just pacing wise you can't really cut this out and staple it to the end of desolation because like then you really don't have any on-ramp for here and you're just kind of starting in the middle of a tragedy which you already are here so like as is, I'm fine with it. I have more issues with the ending of Desolation than I do with the start of Battle of Five Armies. Um, but also what I really like here is just like, yeah, it's he's like Smaug's basically napalming everything. And like the fact that the, the Lake Master and Alfred are just like hoarding their money and just dipping the hell out is a really good representation of like what the wealthy are probably going to do when shit hits <laughs> the fan in the real world. Like, rising sea levels, goodbye. We're going to take all our shit and go to Mars. Um, and it's it's nice to have, like, a little bit of come up and there and just have the whole dragon land on him. That's pretty all right. Mm-hmm. It sucks that Alfred has to hang around for the entire fucking movie, yeah, though. Yeah, I was about to say that, yeah. Fu- like, bootlicker supreme. Fuck this guy. Yeah, I wish you had gotten smashed, to be honest. Like, yeah, I... My- funny! I-, I like the character. I think he's, like, really cute and funny, but too many jokes too, too much it, it, it's just too much and that that was okay, i get what you're saying guys i do because uh, i kind of felt the same way i'm like yeah he kind of overstayed his welcome here script wise you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like it's almost like they they ran out of a lot of steam in some places and we're like okay let's uh let's punch this up with a joke like he's dressing up like a lady or he's still trying to smuggle the gold out or you know what i'm saying like that kind of shit like they just kept going with it and it's like all right dudes <laughs> like chill and like yeah like like he get like in the back half we'll talk we'll probably bring this up again but he gets fucking killed because of his greed like well, cool yeah, you could have done that think, at, you could have done that at yeah, the yeah. very beginning by him just staying on the barge with the gold and getting crushed as well I wonder you know? if it's like uh, Jackson almost want, I was I guess we more in part two but it's almost like he wanting to do the scouring of the Shire like the fact that he didn't use that in Lord of the Rings film. Did I say the wrong word? Like when they they come back and fucking worm tongue is you know. Yeah, I guess. It's not. It's it's just random. It's like not making or breaking it. To be honest, it's just there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't ruin it for me by any means. It's just those are the only moments that I'm like, yeah, you could do without it, but at the same time, there's enough that I like that it doesn't actively bother me. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you on that. Like he's just there. You know, if like they, they they maybe just wanted another character for you, another human character for you to like not like, kind of hate. But we, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm already dealing with like Thorn's turn being like evil, and uh, that one elf dude coming in being a dick. So yeah, there's there's uh, there's enough uh, there's enough going on. We don't need pace with zero grace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- Throndil? Duel? Throndil? Throndil. I was close. I was close. Let's go. <laughs> um, okay, but so Smog is dead. He's fucking dead. Uh, but again, I, I, uh, j- just to reiterate, I love that he used, uh, the bard used his son as, you know, uh, uh, as, as a bow to, to take out Smog. That was cool. Um, what else did I write down? Okay, right after the uh, Smog getting killed the next day you know all the villagers of a uh, little lake town are trying to get their shit together they've all been thoroughly fucked over um oh i wrote down here uh legless cock blocker because uh, be- <laughs> uh keely and and, and and thuriel have a scene together quick scene um, What'd you call her? Uh, th- th- there goes Marcelo, <laughs> adding in extra vowels again. Uh, you called her ethereal. No, no, no. T- Atariel. That's what Atariel. you did. Atariel, right? Okay, good. Okay, yes. good. Oof. All right. <laughs> anyway. Love it. I Love fucking it. can't. We're not even watching the same movie, bro. <laughs> so, so, so anyway, fucking wasp, right? 
Yeah, the wasp. <laughs> she, uh, you know, she, she really wants to get with this dude, Keely, right? And uh, it's not Me happening. Too. It's not happening. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> Come on. We've had this discussion before. He's like the cutest one, right? Hot dwarf. Yep. Hot dwarfs. Yeah. Yeah. It's what the screenwriter said. They were just like, we didn't put prosthetics on that dude or (laughs) our main dude because they had to look good. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They couldn't look like fucking weird ass dwarfs. (laughs) They couldn't look like bulbous, weird fucking how they should look dwarfs. So we had to make them look sexy. (laughs) Uh, Which is like weird and kind of problematic if we dig into it. Like, I don't know. That just feels weird to me. No, it's totally fine. I'm glad you like the conventional attractive one because you, here's the thing. A man is going to cheat either way. You might as well get cheated on okay. by a hot dwarf. <laughs> <We are laughs> by a hot dwarf. We're throwing our own personal baggage yeah. into this. I like that. <laughs> okay. I'm fine. I'm uh, fine. But uh, I, 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 I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because the mood I've been in the last few weeks, but... Um, I, don't know, I just saw Moulin Rouge for the first time a few a few weeks ago, um, but just uh, when he says when Keely says like oh wow oh my god what does he say he's like you changed my life or I can't I can't imagine my life without you he's like some some cheesy line like that I was like yeah uh, I I totally get where he's coming from because it's Evangeline Lilly and uh, I hate Legolas for just jumping in at the, at, at the wrong moment and just saying hey let's get the fuck out of here. Um, that's all I wanted to say. So um, we'll see. Okay, we'll see how this romance turns out because I, I I forget how this ends. But uh, hopefully, good. I mean, hopefully they li- li- live happily, you know, ever after, and I'll be good. Sure. sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Ark and tons of kids. Yeah, tons of kids. They're, they're fine. Ark and Stone. Uh, what's happening with that? Uh, what's what's uh, what's 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 his face up to? What's Thorin up to? What's what's Stick Arms up to? Being a, real, being a real dick is what he's doing. He really wants that rock, man. <laughs> dick arms. I, real bad. I understand what that's like. <laughs> what, wanting dick, that rock. You, <laughs> yep. No, he's uh, he's being a dickhead. Like, complete. Like, he's yeah. obsessed, obviously. The, the dragon whole, sickness. Uh, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I have always loved him because I, I understand, especially with the year that we had last year, like, Sometimes being a good person doesn't get you fucking anywhere. It gets you to be a homeless nomad. And that's not fair. And he's tired of that shit. I know it's not really him. I know it's like the mountain that's making him act like this. But I'd be pissed too. And I'd be sick of being a good person. And I would start being selfish too after all the shit that I'd been going through. So I understand. I'm on Team Thorin. <laughs> I think I get... No, and I get what you're saying. Like, And also like that might be part of the reason the dragon sickness hits him so hard so fast is like he's partially like yeah he's been, they've been fucked over a lot you know in the last hundred years so like yeah be mad dude but then also like not great when the mystical curse of a dragon is fucking up your face I, I have a mind. good question you call it dragon sickness is that actually a thing in the lore of the books uh, or is that yeah, like um, that was my question too yeah, because I, I, cause I understand, like, you know, he's driven a little mad, but was did that come naturally? Is that a spell? Is that part of the mystique of the place? Like, I, I didn't understand that bit. Uh, so, please. Harrison? Explain. It's basically, like, extreme greed. Like, it's just a way to codify the no- the thought of, like, like, Jeff Bezos levels of greed. Just, like, you've got all of this... Like, you, you're literally standing on, like a vast uncountable pile of wealth but it's not enough because you don't have like the one rock that is like worth just as much you know mm-hmm. like it's it's just a way to codify and talk about the the mental state it's that much wait wealth has put Scrooge you in McDuck syndrome yeah, yeah basically so it's not necessarily like a curse or magic it's just him being greedy yeah. Okay. So if but like, like, but like, uh, no, but it's like it's a thing that like, the greed itself is contagious. Like, it might not be you, you can overcome it, but it's like, and you know, Gandalf warns about like that there was a dragon brooding over the gold for in middle in Middle Earth. It's extreme. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Because uh, my my next question was, and this is like half a half a joke, but like if if you were to go to any other Middle Earth location. Um, you know, and you were to come up, come uh, and find, you know, uh, a bunch of, you know, gold coins. Uh, yeah, a lot of gold coins. You know, an extreme amount. Would you also have that? You know, there's uh, the potential. There is the potential for it. Um, 
and I'll, I'll, I, I got more about to say about that later. So I yeah. will, I will double back on the notion of d- dragon sickness when we get to the actual stakes <laughs> of the battle. We still call it dragon sickness. Dude, I, I don't know if I don't know if you've been watching these movies, but like gold makes people like you know strangle motherfuckers what and you eat about? fish. <laughs> what are you, you like about? live in caves? There are no scenes like that. No, no. It's, no almo- it's almost like a central theme of Tolkien's work is obsession. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> And I, I still want to call this dragon sickness because isn't there a moment where Thorin has like the voice or his voice yeah. is manipulated yep. to sound like Smaug? He literally says the same lines that yeah. Smaug yes. says. And he adds extra S's like a slither, like yeah. a serpent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he deliberately does so. So yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so that's what Thorin's going. Uh, can we talk about the best? Can we talk about the like the fucking best scene? Maybe one of the best things. Peter Jackson ever directed. Oh yeah, I was just about to head towards that because that's what's playing on my TV right now. Because as 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 loyal listeners of this show know, I, I play the movie in the background as as we do this. I'm watching Gandalf right. No no no, sorry, not Gandalf. Sauron right now beat up these uh, ghost dudes. Uh, but yes, Sam, get the ball rolling on this positivity. Yeah, just in terms of pure fucking dark fantasy metal action shit with badass elves and wizards kicking all kinds of ass like it just fucking rules yeah it's it's totally like peter jackson again i've said this before on the podcast but it's him playing with his toys it's like look at these action figures look what we can do let's fucking go for it and it's cool in that regard like uh i agree with you sam it's one of those moments where it's just like dude it's literally fucking Lord Elrond's in the fucking building, bro. And then, like, <laughs> and when he was good, Christopher Lee's in the building, man. Oh, shit, look. <laughs> and they're just, like, you know, throwing staffs and swords, and you're just like, oh, my God. This and the way he uses a camera. Core. The fucking way he moves the camera. just, like, insane, twisting angles all the time. Like, it just... It, again, he's having it's, fun. Yeah, it's just it, it's, cl- it, it's clearly him going off having fun and it's one of those bit beats where i'm like i'm having so much fun with this i don't even care if it's like in the book or not or important to the lore or not i don't even care this is like super fun and dorky i'm into it uh so yeah so in case nobody knows what we're talking about just to make it clear Elrond, saruman uh galadriel they're all coming to the aid of gandalf uh i i'm gonna be honest i forgot why he's why he's there um, but yeah, they're coming to his aid. Uh, Gladriel spontaneously combusts some dude, um, which is cool. Uh, I admit it's a cool sequence. Ali, uh, what do you think about this sequence? I love the sequence. You're asking the like. I feel like every time you ask me <laughs> every scene, of a sequence, I'm gonna <laughs> say I love it. I love these movies, you guys. Like I. I don't know, especially this one. I don't understand why this one gets the most slack. I think this one has the coolest sequences. I think this one has the coolest effects, and it's the most emotional for me. So stop asking me what I think. <laughs> now, I'm I, just I, gonna say the same thing. I'm gonna say, I do admit this sequence is cool. Okay, and maybe, this is leading into Harrison's, I think, point because I can I can already foresee what he's gonna say, but. Do I know exactly what's going on? No, I just admitted I, I forgot why Gandalf is there. I'm not exactly sure. I know, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Sauron pops in and says, Hey, I'm coming back, dudes. Um, I know that happens. Yeah, Gandalf and, was investigating. Yeah, Gandalf that's right. That's right. Gandalf is investigating it. Right, right. The, 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 the necromancer. necromancer. That's it, necromancer, right? Yeah, and then he figures out that he's Sauron. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. So, I don't know all the ins and outs of why this scene is happening, but I admit it's cool. Okay. Um,. That's all I can say about the sequence. I think it's a very cool, very, very fantasy, very much like, yes, I think I tweeted out after I saw this, I, I said, this should be more fantasy movies, period, because I don't see enough of this shit. Uh, you know, period. It's goth as fuck. Yeah, it's goth as fuck. Yeah. It's, and, and when Galadriel period. turns into, like, uh, the grudge, like, she's all Ooh. dark and... Ooh, she gets <laughs> dark metal on that yeah. ass? Yes. Yeah. Like, that's like... That's what I signed up for, man. And again, it's just it's just cool. That's all it is. And like, I'm sorry, but like, there's there's like, there's that action hero moment of like Lord Elrond busting in, and you're like, oh shit, Hugo's in this movie. Let's fucking go. (laughs) And then he's just like, you should have stayed dead. And you're just like, they even gave him a one liner. Let's fucking go, man. And like, it's just mad, crazy, and stupid and great. Like, there's something about it that's five year old. You know what I mean? There's like a true five year old like. I got my action figures, like kind of vibe to it. It's great. Oh, and I should I also point out um, 
Uh, I forgot why we brought it up last time, but uh, the moment when Gladriel puts Gandalf on that sled and says, go, and then Gandalf says, come with me. And, like, they have a moment. It's like, they. and then I thought, like, wait a second. Did are they have they have they have they have they been together before? Is this a thing? Oh, Is, yeah. yeah, they have, right? Mm. Oh you yeah. Know, uh, that joke about uh, Rocky saying, uh, you know, Gandalf having an orgasm that that came to mind. Um, Stop it! <laughs> but, Don't let him do it again. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the baton over to Harrison. Harrison, yeah, tear this apart. <laughs> so I'm not gonna do that. Come because on. <laughs> I do actually enjoy a lot of this. Okay. Like the, one, the okay. like the the something. These movies always excel at like the the low level fight choreography. I'm not talking about like the big movements of like armies upon armies clashing against each other. I mean like the. So like, do you think that it doesn't succeed in that realm? No, I don't. I mean, no, that no. I do think it succeeds in that, okay. but I think the exceptional <laughs> like. It is good, but, like, there's only so much you can do when it's, like, two masses of people crashing together, you know? Like, that's entirely set dre- Like, to make that work, it has to be set dressing and character building, which is why Pelinor Fields and Helm's Deep work as well as they do. Um, the fight in this rips. It's great. I raise a bit of an eyebrow at the fact that all nine Spirits of the Ring Wraiths are there. Like, I'm not entirely sure oh, that they were they all at the Battle of Dol Guldor. Um, but like the fact, like it, ha- this happens pretty much when it happens in the in the lore in the text. Like Gandalf drips, drops him at Morkwood and rides south. Like Dolgodor is like in the southern point in one of the southern points of Mirkwood. Um What joins up with the White Council? They throw down there, kick Sauron out, and he goes to Mordor to hang out for the next uh, fifty years to amass his strength. Um. What I fucking hate is Galadriel going sicko mode on Sauron. <laughs> um, because it really feels like like it, it, it feels like the worst part of a five-year-old playing with his toys. Because it's like, oh, like we know she's got this like power lurking within her. Let's have her break it out for question mark reasons. Because when that comes out in the Mirror of Galadriel scene in Fellowship, it's because she's being tempted specifically by the ring and pulling that darkness out of her and almost succumbing to it. And when she almost succumbs to it in Fellowship, she's like, cool, I need to leave before this gets any worse. So the fact that like she she does that and like goes sicko mode basically and is just full darkness for that moment one i don't think the effect looks particularly great her hair looks like absolute shit Mm. um and just a a, a thing i have an issue i have with this movie is kind of how it's lit which is an effect of the which is an effect of the fact that they shot it in 3d uh 48 frames because like i think the lighting makes it look way too soft and overexposed generally speaking uh i did not watch this in 4k so i don't know if the 4k uh hdr helps that no, it still looks. Uh, yeah, I uh, like uh, what you're mentioning. Yeah, I, 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 I totally agree, Harrison. There's, it's kind of like a haze that that's around a lot of the yeah. images. Yeah, yeah, and I think like the worst parts of that are when they are at, um, when they're outside of Erebor in the ruins, and like the sun is at its peak, and right here when Galadriel is doing her full darkness mode, and it, 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 it feels like fan service that nobody asked for, you know. Like that that's how I feel about it. I don't know if y'all liked that, but that was like like did, y'all were singing this y'all were singing the scenes praises and nobody brought that up. I know so. did, no, you're right. Did, but I like paying banner too, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna I say here, did, did you not hear us for the last like four minutes talking about how much we loved it? So yeah, yeah, I I think <laughs> I, I I think I you it. underestimate Gandalf's stroke. That's why she busted out. That's why she was just like, Look, my man's is down. I'm, I'm busting out all the powers. You know what I'm saying? Like for, I never do this for, for Gandalf. So for yeah. Gandalf, I'm gonna fucking do this. Uh, that's that. that's yeah. that's love right there. Um, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Okay, so we've talked about that. Uh, next thing I wrote down is the acorn scene. Real brief. Um, something I've said so many times on on this on the show. Uh, these little moments. Um, this little brief uh, exchange between Bilbo 
and uh, Thorin, where Thorin's like, hey, what's that in your hand? And it's like, no, it's an acorn, you dumbass. Um, and yeah, he has a great moment. Bilbo has a yeah. great moment with, like, every dwarf, which is perfect. Like, and I, I, I like those moments for sure. Yeah. Because Martin Freeman is to be perfect. Yeah, and 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 uh, Bilbo says, "Hey, I'm gonna take this back to Hobbiton and and Thorin for a brief second." Is like, "Oh, that's 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 a great thought." And he doesn't; he's not evil for that brief, you know, minute as they as they converse. And then, you know, next scene later, he's he's you know deep throated smog again. Um, I don't know. I just, I just want to talk Bilbo because I think he's so good. Um, Martin Freeman in this movie, like he's always good in these Hobbit movies. But I don't know; it's just uh, he does so much. In this one, I, I like him even more, I think, in this than the last movies, if that's possible. Maybe not as much as Unexpected Journey, because he had, you know, that Gollum sequence. But I don't know. He does, I, he does I a lot. I think I like him more than this. Uh, can I be honest? I, I don't know if I remember saying this, but I hated that fucking riddle sequence. I think that's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, I think. What? Wait, uh. Well, I just, it was just so long. Excuse, wait, the, the, the Gollum scene. The only re- okay, I think I did say this, and it also I hate. Oh God, this is really scary for me to confess. But it's not that I hate scenes with Gollum in it. It's just they make me so fucking sad. Yeah, I think I think I do remember yeah, you, you mentioned. Uh, you, you did mention that last time we talked about that. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, I remember distinctly now <laughs> because it that scene that sequence ends in Unexpected Junior with like Bilbo, you know, blade in his hand about to kill Gollum, and you see the sadness in Gollum's eyes. Yeah, no, I I, so I get sad. not wanting to revisit that and not being you know a favorite of yeah. yours. Um, but yes, I would say that I like him more in this. Yeah, because there's no, Gollum. There's, no, <laughs> there's no Gollum. There's no Gollum. The white diamonds that the elves want. Uh, I mean, is it just? I mean, uh, I for, I totally forgot about this. Why is it just why? not diamonds, Marcel? I wrote right? down white diamonds. White. I, I, my notes can't be wrong. Uh, they're spelled correctly uh, every single time. I spelled Galadriel right, but okay. If it's, if it's not white diamonds, what are they? White stones? Like what? Uh, the, somebody tell I think me. Those are. Oh my god! I remember the whole mythology behind those. Pure starlight. Starlight. Okay. <laughs> Are they that important? Is what, is what I'm getting at. Are they really that important? Or, or is the elf being mad petty? Yeah. No, the, they're not being mad petty because I think the dwarf stole them, right? Okay, I think yeah, maybe maybe that's why the the, the dwarves shouldn't have them. You know, they stole. That's them. how the whole thing started. Like the whole thing started like, because was... I think like the dwarves were trying to do like they were commissioning a piece, I guess. Yeah. For the elves, because obviously dwarves are good at like. Masonry. Oh, I remember that. And, and they, so cl- they closed it right in front of them. They stole the that. fucking gems from the elves, and the elves were pissed. And I think that's what started the whole beef. Yeah, they didn't deliver on a promise made, basically. Yeah, yeah. fair. Um, what? Is, I mean, yeah, Thorn is a dick. He's he's turning his back on all these promises. <laughs> he's not he's not delivering. Oh, well, he didn't he didn't do that personally. He but, didn't do that personally. That no, was, like, but I mean, what I'm saying is like he's you know. You should, you know, go back and say, hey, you know, the, the people before me, they fucked up. I guess that's, that's the whole point of the movie. You know? right. I mean, if, 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 he had, yeah. if he had come to his senses early on, we, we wouldn't have a battle of the five armies. Um, no, but, uh, okay, I, I, I get that. Because, I, I don't know, like, like I said earlier, um, the lead elf who comes in, uh, Lee Pace, you know, I, I think he's, he's coming off as kind of a dick. But I kind of see his point. You know, he's 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 also very much like, yeah, the the, the dwarves they um, they owe us, you know, those uh, those stones because uh, of that uh, promise made. But now it's like, uh, well, yeah. it's kind of the point, right? Is that they're all it's kind of the point of this whole thing is that like they're all kind of being dicks, yeah, except Bilbo, and that's like kind of the point, like that <laughs> Bilbo's got and Bard is also being pretty cool. He's he'd be pretty chill. Uh, He's more dealing with the hands he's dealt, the cards he's dealt. But, yeah. Uh, it's kind of the point is like them dealing with these petty squabbles when masses of orcs are coming to fuck up everyone. It's like yeah. maybe deal with that instead. Yeah. Uh, oh, I should have mentioned this at the beginning because um, I, I, I want to know this just for my own sake. Does anybody know offhand what was added into the extended edition? And, and not uh, because one one little moment I wrote down that my theory is an extended 
it's an extended scene because I, I don't remember this fact in the theatrical version. So when Legolas says his his mother died there, like that feels like it was added in because oh at Mount Gundabad. Uh huh. No, nah, that's in the theatrical if I remember correctly. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think it's just a lot of besides like the scene that got it rated R. It's like I think it's just like a lot of little things like little you know extended moments. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of full scenes in this one. Uh, I don't think it's that much longer, actually. They added in a lot of violence. Yeah, that too. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, I guess we'll see a lot more of that violence in the next next part. Mm-hmm. Um, what about... Can we talk about... Okay. This will probably be controversial. But I wrote down here, Ooh. Bilbo leaves. Then I wrote down... Narc? Question mark. <laughs> so, I hate you. Thoughts? Thoughts yeah, on that, people? Yeah, yeah, Bilbo's a fucking snitch. Fuck this guy. Um, Holy crap! But also, I need I need to go back. We're not just we are not skipping over fucking Legolas and Tariel's magical journey uh, oh. to Mount Gundabad. Okay, We're not. yeah. Well, because I, I skipped the fact that she was banished, right? Yeah, she gets kicked out, and then yeah. Legolas is like, fuck you, dad. I'm gonna date who I want to date, dad. Very much Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> so, they go running off to Mount Gundabad. Um, does anybody know where that is? Oh, here? No. Uh, uh, Harrison, you were- Oh, Jesus Christ! Are we going to- they fucking were, teleport? Are we doing season three? Are we doing final- Bueller? Are we doing, uh, Ben Ultimate season of Game of Thrones complaints now? <laughs> wait, 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 before you go any further, Harrison, before you go any further, I swear to God, they used the worm tunnel, bro. <laughs> That's, That's a Destiny reference. So the fast. Destiny reference. Yes? No, no there's fucking no, worm, the, the, this worms movie, the, in this the movie. The that eat through the fucking earth. Like, that's what they used. They oh, just the worm worm they literally through. started this episode joking about the fucking worms and forgot about them by the time we got here. I okay. Don't, I don't recognize them as worms. I recognize them as either tremors or graboids, okay? Okay. Uh, you destinied yourself. Please speak my la- speak my language. And and worm tunnel just feels like something from Destiny because like you guys you know use worm tunnels to travel through planets or whatever shit happens in Destiny. Anyway, Harrison, is this the maps I mean, thing you were talking about? The whole thing you were yes. Gonna, okay. This is actually like okay. This is uh, <sighs> Harrison wanted to talk about maps on this episode. So, so okay. Harrison, go ahead. The game of the, the the Game of Thrones comparisons and complaints about like travel in there are not really that big of a deal because Game of Thrones doesn't put as nearly as much of an emphasis on. Tra- travel in that show as Lord of the Rings does through the whole thing. Lord of the Rings is, to be extremely reductive, about the walking. It's about the journey. It's entirely about going from point A to point B and the shit that happens to you along the way. So, the time compression shit is real, real fucking annoying to me. Because Mount Gundabad is literally the northernmost point of the Misty Mountains. Like, it's it's so far fucking north. It's it's like 300 to 400 miles away from Erebor and they make it see and they turn it into a fucking day at like a half day's journey they're elves yeah like, I, was, is, I was gonna bring that up is, Rocky elves it they're, is on the elves, complete Harrison. other side of Mirkwood and then up another like 100 miles okay it's so Although fucking it, far away he rode a bat <laughs> <laughs> the bats are also stupid legit question legit <laughs> now can't an elf climb up on top of a tree wait for a gust of wind oh god jump and then just have the gust of wind carry them about 100 miles you know in one direction because <laughs> they're hollow, yeah, bones. hollow, they're hollow bones. bones they're hollow uh, bones they're birds of hollow bones yeah uh, an elf can just flap its wings it's, I think it's in the book Harrison okay. I think I think uh, uh, Tolkien wrote the entire chapter about elves yo happy birthday Tolkien shit what the fuck bro <laughs> okay Harrison sorry I, I, I was was there more? I mean, the the fact that they traveled uh, that long a distance in that short of a time—that's that's your major issue. Yes, especially because like two towers make such a big fucking deal of how long they have until um, the Urukai get there. They're like like Aragorn is outrunning them and gets there, and he's like, "They'll be here in three days. We have three days to prepare. We got to make this happen." Like the distance between. Well, was, um, Orthanc and Helm's Deep is a fraction of the distance between Erebor and Gundabad. Like, it's not even comparable. Yes, do we? Like, it's just—it's just ridiculous amount of fucking space. It's like, 
Yeah. Damn. <laughs> but and like the like it is and they make they the fact that they like try to compress the battle into what feels like a, a day like there's no like it, it 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 all takes place in the space of a day and they can make that trip they can make a 400 mile trip in like half a day no like the elves the elves don't have that ability they don't fucking well, teleport. like but didn't like there's a part where like they skip like a week in like a, between scenes, yeah. I, like, I was, I was just like, about to bring that up. Yeah, Bilbo's like Thorn's been in there for days. Yeah, that hasn't slept. Yeah. yeah. So it's I don't know. It's, I, I, I get what you're saying. Her- okay, but gotcha, also Harrison. to put that gotcha. in, to put that in a throwaway line like that is also kind of irritating. It's odd though. Yeah. yeah what I, is there I, to eat inside of a cave with tons of gold? Better questions. <laughs> Harrison, can you answer that question? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> it is no. I I, I cave, I'll admit, cave you bugs, know, I guess not to completely uh, defend the movie and its um, use of space and time. Um, but yeah, there are throwaway lines like Sam said of like, "Hey, Thorn's been in there for days," and I go, "Really? It's been. It feels like it's been like a morning since the last scene." Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's 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 fine. I I get I get your point, Harrison, but it's something that's like. I used to live with it. Uh, I get to see Galadriel exploding uh, a dude. That's cool to see. And I get to see all these elves and orcs fighting. So I'll take, yeah. I'll take what I can get. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, there's yeah. also another reason why the fucking... They, they talk about Gundabad like it's next door. And it like right <laughs> next door to the mountain. And it's it's fucking not. And it's an issue for later on as well. Like the, 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 the fucking disregard for the fucking space of Middle Earth in this movie is offensive to me offensive like it's 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 bad no but i agree with what harrison's saying it's like what's funny is how it works on me as a guy who doesn't know shit about maps when i watch the movie i'm like it's seamless i don't give a fuck but like yeah if you break it down like for real it's like dude yeah there's that's insane like this <laughs> they're literally on mars right now yeah and, uh, and, and and again i i want to emphasize that like if they did, if they hadn't made such a massive deal about respecting the source material for the original Lord of the Rings trilogy so much, I would not care. But they like sold those movies on how much they respected the source material, and for them to disregard that for the short book is <laughs> frustrating beyond belief. Well, it's clear that they needed to add stuff into this trilogy. And again, I'm not defending it. I'm just like trying to rationalize. Like they're they're just like, well, maybe we can make, maybe we can allow ourselves to stretch things and make it not be as, um, you know, to the book as as Lord of the Rings because we have three movies to fill and it's it's a very short book. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what they, that's their angle. They had to make some yeah, stuff up. I, maybe, yeah, I guess but I, also. I guess I guess I get being frustrated with it, but at the same time, it's like I get the temptation of like Jackson just wanted to fucking show these places, so like he did, and so I get why you would be frustrated, but at the same time, like I also get why they would do it if that makes sense. Sure does. I feel the same. Yeah, uh, Bilbo is a narc. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I I get why he does it. He takes the Arkenstone uh, to the Arkenstone. The the Arkenstone. <laughs> God damn it! The Arkenstone. That's amazing. I got I got a kick out of that one. Classic Parkinstone. <laughs> He takes the Narkenstone uh, to to Barb and the elves, and he's like, "Hey, let's Barb. make a yeah, it's a uh, Barb. Sorry, not Barb. <laughs> to Bard, and it's like, hey, let's uh, let's make a deal. Um, They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> but I don't know how uh, how do we feel about this? I get why he does it. it it's it, it, it you know uh, in the long run, it's, it's a loving thing to do to kind of help save Thorin and the dwarves' lives. Uh, yeah, that works so well, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, it, it's the intention. Yeah, it's the intention. I, I think ultimately I got the I got that. It's the intention. But as soon as it happened, because I, I actually forgot he did that until I rewatched it this morning, and I go, wait a second, that's kind of sleazy to do. But I don't know. He was in. 
uh, what else was he going to do? Uh, he had to do something. So, I don't know. So, that's my take. Bilbo is an arc, but with good intentions. All right. Anybody else have thoughts on yeah. this? <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Like, yeah. he's he's trying to do what's best for his friends, and ultimately, like, it's the worst, deci- worst decision possible, honestly. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, no, yeah, you're barking up the right tree. I mean, there's a lot of narc behavior there, you know. Because <laughs> of, of fuck behavior. Yeah, just of course Thorin would think it was a fake. Thorin's like, unless Thorin finds the Arkenstone in the pile of gold himself, he's not going to believe it's real. Yeah, he's that far gone for sure. Yeah, uh, but I do like that uh, Bilbo used his uh, thief abilities here, which I, I always forget. That's the reason why he's on the journey, because uh, he's a good thief. And he managed to, you know, sneak away. No, he's not. What's that? He's the, he's... I mean, that's not why he's on the journey. It's not like he had been thieving before. No, but isn't that why? Okay. He's hired as excuse. the burglar, Alex. The burglar, right? Well, yeah, the I know excuse. he's hired as the burglar, but it's not because he's a good thief. It's, be, it's because Gandalf just wanted a weed dealer on the way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he wanted to have a stash nearby. No, but no, but, uh, but honestly... He's he's a burglar. That's you know. I thought that was the that's the <laughs> assumption. It's like uh, the crew needs just a little guy who can sneak around, and that's his job, right? Am I off base here? That's fair. No, no, no. that's what Gandalf says. Yeah, but it's more that Gandalf knows that hobbits are like he just loves these little guys. Like he thinks that they're and they're they're the heart of the. You need someone there that's going to be completely detached from all these, you know, the gold. He doesn't give a shit. He just cares yeah. about his friends. Like he's he's gonna not do what muscle. It yeah. yeah, exactly. He's not muscle intelligence. He's soul. Like, pure heart and pure soul. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, ultimately, that's that's what he is in the group. Um, but, you know, if, if you were to write down everybody's uh, abilities, their job rankings, you know, their job titles, uh, Bilbo would be thief, robber. So that's that's his job, in the in the Ocean's Twelve gang, uh, of dwarves. Um, okay. Hey, speaking of jobs, isn't it pretty funny when Thorne's just like, "Hey, throw him over the rampart!" Everyone's just like, "Whoa, like whoa, dude!" It's just not feeling it. I Little bar, it. dude. Yeah, I, I I do like Thorne's turn and like um you know. I can see why he's like super greedy and super evil at this point, and him wanting to throw Bilbo off that fucking thing is, um, yeah, it's dark. Hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, we're, we're heading towards the end of part one because at this point, the elves have gotten to the gate—not to the gate, sorry—the the front of the mountain. Um, what am I saying? <laughs> at the front door. The front door of the Lonely Mountain, right? And of course, the dwarves led by Thorin, they're like, they're, they're like, you know, fuck everything. We're gonna, we're gonna stay here. Um, but hey, what happens? Who shows up to support these uh, lowly dwarves here in the Lonely Mountain? Huh? Huh? A video game character. Okay, here we go. Now, <sighs> the weird thing about this movie is that the one weird thing. <laughs> one weird thing. <laughs> Is that these are actual? That is Billy Connolly in makeup. But for whatever reason, the way that this movie's filmed, he looks like a fucking CGI character. It's really. I think it's because they do a lot of CGI around him and to him. But like that is he is in makeup. It's what it felt so like. It's weird. It felt like what they did was they got his bust 100% correct, right? Like, all of that was done in pure dwarf prosthetic. Right. Whereas everything else around him, from armor to, obviously, the critter he's riding, that's and all the background CG. is CGI, Co- yeah. Correct, yes, sir. So I think it's, like, the only thing true Billy Connolly is, like, his bust. His face, you know, yeah. I think it, yeah. He's got a nice bust, um, but Billy Connolly, uh, I love him as an actor. And my my thought was like, I think at this point he had been upfront about his like um, his medical condition, and my my yeah. my thought was like maybe they used enough of him physically, but then like they added in a lot of digital stuff because maybe he wasn't, you know, up to it, per, you know, performing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's another reason yeah. why I said that's another reason why I said that about yeah. the bust. It's like they can mm-hmm. get away with a lot of really cool action choreography as long as they have that and they just paste it onto something, you know. Uh Palpatine him, like in Sith, you know. <laughs> 
But boss, I, I do remember distinctly not liking how he looked the first time I saw this. But now I'm like, it looks it looks fine. I, I love Connolly. I love hearing his voice come out of the, uh, this Iron Foot dude who's like telling. Yeah, like all the bunch of elves that sawed off. That's pretty. Yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hearing Billy Connolly tell elves to saw off in a in a Hobbit movie. Uh, price of admission there, um, but uh, I don't know. I I, I I really dig where where this is heading now. Um, uh, Ale, should I ask your opinion on this, or are you just gonna say, "Hey"? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. <laughs> no, tell you, me. You know, Ollie. you know what I dig. You know what I dig about all this, real quick, before we like move on, is like I, I love the staging of all this. Like you yeah. like, again with what I mean about. Peter Jackson and his toys and the experience that they definitely had on making Two Towers and Return of the King. It's like, that battlefield sequence makes sense. Like, even though it gets weird with fucking worms and things like that, but you understand the placement of the orcs. You understand the placement of the elves. You understand how they broke rank to make sure the, the, the way the dwarves broke rank to get ready for the orcs, you know, coming through. It's like, you get where you're at at all times. It's not for, it's not hectic and stupid and that's very important <laughs> in, yeah. in, in any kind of action sequence you know especially if you're telling that's the name of your goddamn movie the battle of the five armies it better make sense <laughs> you know what I'm saying uh, the way the elves like the whole sequence is great when the dwarves are you know like using those fucking twirly spear deals to oh, yeah. take out the arrows like a lot of this feels like Jackson using the toys he has now, you know, like the Avatar Tintin toys that he gets to use now that he didn't have access to in the first three films. So he just right. goes fucking off and does these incredibly choreographed sequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and getting back to Rocky's point, I, I think that's why I love um, when Peter Jackson does anything to this um, extent, like battle sequence-wise. The setup. The layouts. That's uh, I think that's why I'm so excited to see the second part, um, because I think we've I think we're coming up to the end of this first half, uh, because we'll we'll get in, we'll get more into this in the second half. I want to save the graboids and the and the weir the was it the weir worms? Okay, that's the yep. correct monster that we're talking about here. Um, Supposedly. Okay. <laughs> Should, wait, wait, should, should we get into that now? Because Harrison seems like he wants to talk about the were uh, worms. He really does. Harrison, he really does. Let's end this episode. Or let's end this part, and then we will get to closing thoughts. Let's end with were worms because they pop up and they you, we see the orcs come up from the holes. These were worms dig. Um, Harrison, what's the deal? Were worms are mentioned once in the entire in, in not in the entire thing because like I haven't read some of the later histories of middle earth and stuff but early on when he's being recruited in the book bilbo's like tell me what you want this is a direct quote from the hobbit tell me what you want done and i will try it if i have to walk from here to the east of the east and fight the wild wereworms in the last <laughs> desert that is the only mention of wereworms in in the hobbit and lord of the rings no one knows like what they are they could potentially be mythical they could potentially be like a fa- like just folklore or they could be like flightless dragons because like worm wor- worm uh, w-o-r-m worm w-y-r-m and dragon can often be used in- interchangeably throughout lord of the right, rings right. like smaug is referred to as the great dragon and like the great worm a couple of times uh, so like it's it's like it's a bold decision to just be like yeah man sandworms fuck it. I like it because to me it's like, dude, if I had the budget to do whatever the fuck I wanted, I would get the most minute detail. Yeah. In one of those books and just yeah. go balls to the wall with mm-hmm. it, and I think that's what this is. Like I think that they just wanted to have huge fucking worms like More power to them do they produce it's, spice that's the real question yeah, yeah. but I peter mean, ja- dude peter jackson admittedly said that when he started lord of the rings he wanted to do it for the monsters 
So you, you give him any excuse to have like mountains throwing rocks at other mountains or like, you know what I'm saying? Like you give him like a shred of a creature and he's just like, yes, we're going to magnify this like times <clears throat> 10. You know what I mean? They're, so, they're, they are cool, but they feel so distinctly not Middle Earth that it's super jarring. Mm, I don't know. See, what you've convinced me of, Harrison, because I didn't know that about the wereworms and it, it you know, that being just one line in the entire book series that makes me love this even more because yeah to, to Rocky's point it's just Peter Jackson saying let's just make another monster let's make some fucking uh, graboid tremors you know dune worm shit and I, I love that I love it I love when they popped up and there's just one and then two more popped up behind them it's so good it's it's wild and then they leave yeah then that's they're it not right? gonna go, they're not gonna pour in the air more for some reason they're gonna, they're gonna peace out <laughs> so that would, cause that would make complete sense like why would the eagles uh, come and you know carry the ring yeah. why not have the wereworms you just dig through the lonely mountain um but no I, I i dig it i i dig these giant worm creatures um i think that's it i think that's all we want to say about part one all i want to mention is, yeah we have to mention the fact that uh thorin gave bilbo the mithril vest yeah Oh yeah, yeah. Forget about that. That was, that was a great another moment. Yeah, there you go. I I, I do want to say one of my favorite jokes in the entire Hobbit trilogy is in this film, and that's when like all the armies are moving forward, and like you know um, the fucking orcs have shown up, and everyone's advancing and getting ready and moving forward to shit. And Bilbo looks over at Gandalf. He's like, "Is this a good place to stand, bro?" <laughs> he's kind of like, "Yo, know, it's like everyone's moving. Like, you know what the fuck?" The, it's so little it's so short it's on screen for like 0.5 seconds but it's the funniest shit in the world to me i don't know why it's just like real quickly that whole little damn is it safe to fucking stand here like should we move like super funny like love that uh ally any final words on the first part of five armies i cannot for the life of me remember if the fucking pig is in this one it is yeah because yeah. that's what dane rides in on and did we talk about it? No, the pig fucking rules. The pig's great. The pig is my final thought. Okay, because <laughs> the pig. <laughs> it deserves its own thought. That pig... Uh, it was so fucking funny. It's I, so I, cute. And I also think that, yeah, it was very cute. It was very cute. So I'm, I think we should have given the pig some time. So that's what I'm going to use my words for. There you go. You're absolutely uh, correct. I, I, yeah. I see your pig and raise you all of the goats. Yeah. Thanks. Send in the goats. It's Perfect. The best. I did want to also let everyone know who's listening to this. I did get a, a stuffed hedgehog for Christmas and his name is Sebastian. Perfect. We must we must protect him at all costs. Love it. Oh, that's yes. right. I wrote down a I wrote down a note here. Bird shit in 4K. Uh, because yeah, <laughs> uh, what's uh, uh, Radagast's wow. is uh, you know bird shit. It, it looked fabulous on my 4K TV sure this did. morning. Absolutely. Disgusting. Um, uh, all that's left is to ask Harrison his final thoughts on part one of Battle of the Five Armies, and I'm sure it's going to be all positive. Uh, Harrison, honestly, yeah, the character stuff works. Um, and that's the th- that like that's been the one consistent thing I've been positive on through this whole record like these whole recordings like the inter character stuff is always where these have excelled. Um, yeah. Minus my feelings on like the the relationship between Tariel and Keeley, which I'm not super big on. Like I know Ally's like <laughs> Ally ships. Uh, it's some. just because I'm horny for Keeley. It's not like I actually have a fuck about the. Okay, well that makes me that <laughs> makes me feel a little better. Uh, well, I do like. How do I put this? What she says at the end of this particular movie that we'll talk about next time. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're going to fight. Hurted. It hurted. Oh, no. It hurted. But that's it. That's it. That's the only thing that I took away from that. I really could care less. Again, yeah, I just... I love the I, I legitimately do love all of the the stuff with like the dwarves and Bilbo and like watching the dragon sickness set in on Thorin and like that's pretty great um the resolution of it's a bit hokey but we'll cover that next time um but just like the the weird disregard for all of the stuff that they were priding themselves on in the original trilogy of like we care about middle earth as a space we want it to feel real and lived in we really want to give the credence where like we can and just kind of like tossing it aside for 
expediency's sake where they never did where they did not do that in the other ones just it 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 hurts and i understand that's not an issue a lot of people are going to have but with my relationship to these books it's impossible for me to overlook like it's 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 borderline criminal (laughs) fair 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 i'd be remiss to not give a shout out to howard short is fucking crushing it as always we yeah. do have to mention Howard Shore every single yes. time. Yeah, no no misplaced musical cues in this one. That's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, low-key shade. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you could uh, appreciate that, Harrison. Um, <laughs> and no, I, I, my, my, my final thoughts, I'll quickly just reiterate what I said at the beginning of the, of the episode. I'm as surprised as anybody uh, because uh, I came into this um, scared because this was my least favorite movie. Uh, of the bunch uh, of all six movies and first half I'm like yeah this is actually I can say this is a good movie I'm enjoying this I'm, I'm enjoying once again uh, revisiting Peter Jackson's fantasy Middle Earth world uh, and I can't wait to finish uh, this movie and the entire series uh, I mean guys next next episode is the series finale that's it uh, Battle, yes. Battle of the Fire of Armies Part 2. It's only taken three years for us to finish this. <laughs> three goddamn years. Th- this was fun as always, and I can't wait to come back and do this one last time to talk about Battle of the Fire of Armies Part 2, Extended Edition. And until then, uh, have a happy new year, and uh, remember, hey, go Helm's Deep in them guts. Bye! 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 You can follow me at sick underscore underscore six six or more salacious content over at the blur bitch underscore underscore. And you can listen to my podcast sequels, S-E-E-Q-U-E-L-S through Talk Film Society or anywhere you hear your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Shot First. And I'm the host of Talk Film Society's Keanu Reeves retrospective podcast, Keanu Believe It, which is also on Twitter at Keanu Believe It. You can follow me on Twitter at play underscore champion. And I also host a Disney podcast called Dream a Little Deeper. Follow me on Twitter, Rocky Warrants, R-O-C-K-I-E-W-A-R-A-N-T-Z. And because of this uh, gross pandemic, I've been doing a whole bunch of gaming. So I'm also on Twitch. So Rock Agus on Twitch if you want to watch me game and come hang out. And you can follow me on Twitter at Marcelo J. Pico. And you can follow Talk Film Society at Talk Film SOC. Go to our website, talkfilmsociety.com. Listen to our other podcasts, read our articles. And if you want to hear bonus episodes of this show and others, go to patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode where we cover part two of The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies. Danny, I'm just inserting the card. Hey, come here. Real quick. Come here. Little man, what do you know about Lord of the Rings? <laughs> I know happy about Lord of the Rings. Ugh. You know happy about Lord of the Rings. Okay, cool. Take it easy, bud. All right. Sorry, my little oh, man busted into the room. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. I try to show them Lord of the Rings, too. Like, both kids, like, the films, try yeah. to turn them on to the material, and they could fucking careless it's hilarious see he's uh, he's not he's not happy about it either he's not happy about their disregard for the space and time in middle earth either he's like wait